Welcome to the Is This Enough feed. David Hoare here, co-host of Is This Enough, letting you know that I am returning to the Edinburgh Fringe this summer from the 2nd to the 25th of August with my new show, 1000% Musical Comedy, in which I will attempt to create the maximum amount of musical comedy. Tickets on sale now from the Fringe website. I will be doing a preview of the show at the Brighton Fringe on Saturday, May 4th at 4.15pm at Three Jolly Butchers. Tickets available via Skiddle. And if you'd like to see James O'Donoghue live they're performing on Thursday the 2nd of May at Comedy Queers at Off-Broadway in Hackney also you can now watch full video versions of new episodes of Is This Enough on YouTube starting with mini episode 4 welcome to Is This Enough the really brilliant game show that's excellent and brilliant we hope you enjoy episode 1 please like and subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you're listening to it on right now also please follow us on Instagram Facebook and Twitter at Is This Enough Pod. We have many rounds of quiz for you, including an audience only round. Please send in your answers and scores to Is This Enough Podcasting at gmail.com. Please enjoy episode one. Is This Enough with James O'Donoghue and David Hall? Do you do. Um, are you good at warm-ups for acting? Did you get taught a lot of that? Um, David, let me tell you something. <laughs> I warm up before some gigs now. I do a quick... I'll be, I'll be at the back going... <laughs> I like a, a, a good one is a, just a butter-gutter. You just do that over again. But a good, a but a good, a but a good, a but a good, a but a good. And you just do Is that, that before you warm up to perform in the air tonight by Phil Collins. Yes. We feel it. Our voice teacher was fucking insane. I would, I would kill for that woman, but she was fucking insane. We would, second lesson in. And she went, I want to talk to you all about the butt funnel. And everyone went, hang on. Who's this? What's this? The... <laughs> Beg your pardon? Uh, what? Uh, what? Do what? Do what? <laughs> the butt funnel. You have to release the butt funnel in order to talk. And then, I've been talking for, for 27 years, mate. <laughs> I think I'm really oh, good at it. never come into it. <laughs> Turned around to us day one and said, do you know what's the most important for speech? Your feet. It's like, I, that's, I, that, wasn't, that wasn't even in my equations. That wasn't <laughs> even in my equations for speaking. Welcome to Is This Enough? The really brilliant right. game show that's brilliant and excellent. I am David Hoare and with me is the wonderful James O'Donoghue. James, how are you? Yes. <laughs> Great. So <laughs> we uh, have uh, eight fantastic rounds for you today. We've got four each. We don't know what each other's created for the other person. I will do a round aimed at James, then James will do a round aimed at me. We're going to have some fun, I think. Is that on the agenda? James? Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so... <laughs> so Round one. Uh, this first round I've got for you, James. Are you excited? 
Yes. Great. Uh, is called General Knowledge. Uh, was Heath Ledger not in this movie? True or false? <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, this is for 10 points per question. So that's fun. Um, so uh, question number one. True or false? Heath Ledger wasn't in The Patriot starring Mel Gibson. Have you seen The Patriot, James? See, I tell you what I haven't seen. I what haven't that? seen Heath Ledger in The Patriot. Yeah. I tell you that for nothing. <laughs> You're going all in on free. Heath Ledger not being in The Patriot. Have you seen The Patriot? What, what, what are these? These are my chips. I'd like to cash them all in. <laughs> I've not seen The Patriot. Okay, so but you but you reckon that's because not I'm a in. communist. Okay, that is true. You are a pretty big communist. <laughs> big one of the big ones. Me and Nish Kumar. The two <laughs> big names of communism. Do you and Nish just hang out going, ah, communism? Yes. Pr pretty good. We sit reading the big book of sharing. <laughs> Has it got those Hallmark card teddy bears on the front of it, giving each other hugs? Yes. Okay, great. The uh, Hallmark card teddy bears, a big sign of communism. Um, unfortunately for you, Heath Ledger was in The Patriot. What? <laughs> yeah. You're blowing my mind. Looks like you need to watch The Patriot, you Are fool. You... Do I need to watch The Patriot? I don't know, I've not seen it either. I used a website called Google.com. The International And what I Googled was Heath Ledger's Wikipedia page. And then I used Wikipedia.com uh, to find this out. So, uh, great. So you're already... You're still pointless. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I'm not on minus points. No, I'm not that mean yet. But we never know. Okay. Um, <laughs> number two was <laughs> Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger, true or false? Heath Ledger wasn't in Beverly Hills Chihuahua Three. <laughs> I've not seen Beverly Hills Chihuahua Three. I I got to the end of Beverly Hills Chihuahua Two, and I thought, is there any more of this story that I need to see? <laughs> I felt so. I felt so much like. All my questions had been answered. Did you feel satiated? I felt I'd seen this. I'd seen the hills. I'd seen the Chihuahua. I'd seen him <laughs> twice, and I thought that's enough for me. I'm full. You saw I Beverly possibly. Hills Chihuahua too. The hills have eyes. Chihuahua eyes. The hills have eyes. Chihuahua. The hills have Chihuahua eyes. So I've not seen. I've not seen that, but I can only imagine a Heath Ledger as a man of culture, <laughs> as a man of explicable taste. Yeah. Is that the correct use of that word? I don't know, but I tell you what is the correct use of talent is that Heath Ledger was in Beverly Hills, Gawawa 3, Rise of the Beverly Hills, Gawawa 3. 
David, Rise am I right? of the eyes of Chihuahua 3. <laughs> okay, I can't uh, nah, Am mate. I right or am I right? I'm you, not right. You're wrong. I'm pretty sure Heath Ledger had been dead for a while when Beverly Hills Chihuahua 3 came out. Whoa, 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 wait. What? What? <laughs> what? Um, I hate to break it to you, young man, but Heath Ledger's dead. R.I.P. Rest in Philadelphia. I was told that uh, Heath Ledger had died in the same 10 seconds that I was told that Tottenham had beaten Arsenal 5 0 or 5 1 or something. The two were linked. You can't tell me the two weren't linked. (laughs) Conspiracy much? But it was just like two really unbelievable pieces of information were thrown at me in the space of about 10 seconds. I remember it very well. We were standing outside my friend Jimmy's building in Halls of Residence uh, about to go on a night out. And I didn't was, believe Was he a either. student or was he, did he own the building? It was just a landlord that you'd befriended. Because me and Nish have some things to say <laughs> about that. I assume that just the university owns the halls of residence rather than one person but you know i would hope so but i you do not know i i don't know <laughs> i hope i i want this no. to be a fun light-hearted quiz and you keep trying to make it a communist manifest <laughs> well david I don't know if you know this about me, but it's me and Nish. Me and Nish and a couple of fellows over from Moscow, and we all sit around and ask what is to be done. Question number three. (laughs) Um, Was Heath Ledger, true or false, Heath Ledger wasn't in Blue Waffle? Now, David, what? I feel like after you've told me that he's no longer with us, yeah, I feel that insinuating that he would be in a, a bit of grotesque pornographic content, yeah, is denigrating his memory, yeah, unless he was in it. In which case, <laughs> thank you for remembering not just the dizzying heights of The Dark Knight for his performance alone, mm, yes, but for amazing. remembering. It was, I mean, what a showstopper. Can we also, also in... my sister used to watch 10 Things I Hate About You every single weekend because that film is amazing and a great version of Shakespeare. I tell you what, 10 Things I Don't Hate is that film. <laughs> what are the other nine things? That I don't hate. Yeah. Uh, the script... Of 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. The direction of 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. Uh, the the, the uh, director of photography. Fantastic <laughs> work there. Uh, the costume department for 10 Things I Hate About You. The performances. Have you from lost 10 count things. yet? Or are you... <laughs> no. No, I know. I'm on five. <laughs> and... Five other things. That is for the gold tier Patreon subscribers to hear. Which we that's don't right. <laughs> we yes. no, we don't yet. 
Please yet. enjoy this podcast and like and subscribe and make yes. us get a Patreon. Because um, it's this or Harry's razors. So are you saying that he is or isn't in Blue Waffle? <laughs> he is uh, not. He is not in Blue Waffle. Correct! You're on 10 right. points, James O'Donoghue. I am on 10 English oh, I forgot points. to do the jingle for this round. Uh, What's the jingle, David? General Knowledge. Was Heath Ledger not in this film? <gasps> General Knowledge. General Knowledge. Was Heath Ledger in this film? That's Coella DeVille, isn't it? That's Coella DeVille. It's um, going to be sued by Disney. Old Uncle Walt is knocking at the door right now. Okay. Does he like scones? I tell you what, he doesn't like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep it light. Round two. It's your turn. To... <laughs> it's my turn <laughs> to do a round. David, before we before we go any further, I want to thank you for bringing Blue Waffle into this because it's now allowed me to come out with some of the filth that I will. Unleash <laughs> the this, this round. Keep it light. This this round is called Royal Rumble. Let's get ready. Let's get ready. Let's get ready to royal. David, yes. cast your imagination net far and wide, <laughs> and imagine the year twenty thirty five. Yeah. That GPT has evolved and now lives inside the Tesco Club Card app. <laughs> The singularity has not just been reached, it has been surpassed. In an escalating war of the AIs, all reward card systems have become sentient and are converting their large outlets into fully operational giant battle droids. It is the war of the big shops. In the final battle royale, only one can emerge victorious. David, all the big shops have been transformed into giant mech robots <laughs> what, what big shop wins there is only one round but I'll need to see you working out this is worth 30 points 30 points for one question jeez Louise okay so does Walmart and Ikea can count as one I mean grocery shops here David IKEA doesn't come into it. These are UK. Not IKEA. Limited. What did I say? Walmart and ASDA. Sorry, I meant Walmart. Uh, Walmart ASDA is one. We just go UK shops. Thing. Okay, that's fine. Good. This sounds. Have you ever read or are you aware of Mortal Engines? Um, David, I I I don't know where you were of that heady summer of 2013 when Mortal Engines came out, but I tell you where I was. I was at the cinema every fucking day. Oh, the city's the, on wheels. The film. The film. Oh, the film was dreadful. The film was with, bad. Directed by Christopher Columbus, I want to say. <laughs> Everybody laughed at Christopher Columbus when he made that film because it was really bad. <laughs> Those books, though, you... of like the cities turning into moving around cities on wheels sounds a lot like it's very inspirational battle to of your the big shops battle David, of the big I just shop, want it 
I want to pause this for a second because, of course, it wasn't Christopher Columbus. It was Peter Jackson. Yeah, that's the one. It was Peter Jackson, a man who directed three films that people liked and they should investigate his films no more. I've not seen his pre-Lord uh, of the Rings films. Oh, they're, they're, they're scrungy, man. Scrungy? They're, they're scrungy. They, it, they are. Yeah, nah. They're weird. All right, but not so... weird in a, like, yeah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Let's keep it light. So we've got Asda. We've got Sainsbury's. We've got Co-op. You got a co-op. We got, got Tesco's. Tesco. We've got Lidl. Yeah. We've got Aldi. Lidl, Aldi, Waitrose. Waitrose. Waitrose will run efficiently, but mm, sort of. I don't think it will have staying power. Do you know what I mean? Like it will be like have like a lot of money put into it, but won't. It will just sort of like crumble. As and when. Yeah. Waitrose is posh, but is always slightly low rent. <laughs> Whenever I've gone into Waitrose, I've always gone like, this is expensive, but this whole place makes me feel very sad. Yes. Well, because everybody in a Waitrose is like, I deserve to be in Waitrose. Yes. Or... Everyone in Waitrose. Oh, sorry, there's two types of people. There's them, and then there's the rest of us going, can't believe I'm in a fucking Waitrose. Yeah. Um... You're in somewhere where, for some reason, the only big shop is Big Waitrose. And you're like, why are you here in Saxmindham? <laughs> okay. I think Tesco is going to be a good shout just because they have the resources and the ingenuity to kind of evolve. They try and keep the people on side whilst also being a complete like mega corporation so they kind of like with one hand they giveth and one hand they taketh away like the co-op is the closest to communism you'll get so that would just be you and nish in a robot going yeah <laughs> you've seen pacific rim I fucking you know how pacific it requires rim. two people to pilot that's me and nish, <laughs> just you and nish. me and nish in there and then we go over to the bbc to make it woke that's, that's true that's how it works, Dave. Davey, um, Dave. I've never called you Dave before. That's not right. No, that's fine. That's good. That's all right. Um, I think Aldi and Lidl will cancel each other out because they'll they'll be like, do you remember when the Hardy Boys in WWE split up and then they fought each other in the Royal Rumble when they chucked each other out of the ring at the same time? That's what Aldi and Lidl are going to do. David, uh, did this happen... In the year 2013, because that summer, all summer long, I was in the cinema watching <laughs> Mortal Engines. Immortal Engines. Immortal, Immortal Engines. <laughs> that's that, that's they were a, mortal? That's an Evanescence song. Um, I think I'm going with Tesco. I'm going with Tesco because I you're think... going with Tesco. I think all the others are going to cancel each other out. And this isn't me being biased to Tesco. I don't really shop at Tesco, but I think. I think the the one hand giveth, one hand taketh away will work for the Tesco in the mech wars. David, because I like your working out, I'm going to give you 20 points. You Yay! are, however, wrong. So I can't <laughs> give you that last 10 points because it's, uh, it's Morrison's. 
Oh no, I love Morrison's. Why did I not say Morrison's? Morrison's mows down the wall like a. I didn't even like a... mention Morrison's. I used to shop there all the fucking time at uni. It... Morrison's mows down no! the wall like a fucking tractor. It's a bloodbath. But David, thank you. I'm legitimately devastated. I'm legitimately devastated. Uh, but not as devastated as you will be after round two. What? That was round two. Round three. Round three. This round is called P-H-O-V. How does this Stephen spell their Stephen? How does this Stephen do, do, do spell their Stephen? Do, 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 P-H-O-V. Um... So, uh, Stephen Sondheim, the musical man. You're going V, straight in with V? I'm going straight in with V. You're wrong! (laughs) Stephen Sondheim's a, uh, a PH man. Um, number two, uh, Aerosmith lead singer Stephen Tyler. He's a V. Surely he's a V. Steven Tyler is certainly a V. Congratulations. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Oh, I forgot to say, uh, this is 300 points a question. Whoa! So you've just shot up to 310 points. I'm walking here! <laughs> um... Did you know, is it Stephen Tyler's got a famous daughter, right? And as soon as you Liv know Tyler. it. Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. And as soon as you see it, you can't unsee it. And you're like, oh, yeah. Uh, yes. She's in House, isn't she? She might be in Amazing It. That's a joke for all the people at home. We do see, what comedy. You, <laughs> what you don't understand is David Hoare has been a comedian for the best part of a decade. And you throw him raw meat like that, you better believe he's cooking up a a hot dish with it. <laughs> you just you throw in the ingredients. What's that? It's a joke lasagna. <laughs> to see the master at work is a thing of beauty. That's why you need to come on down to Stop Comedy. Stop's <laughs> Comedy. Tuesdays at Friendly Records. Where yeah. you can throw meat at David Hoare. Yeah. Uh, you know that used to be a butcher's? Yes. Yeah, great. Stephen Marley, Bob Marley's son. Is Stephen Marley Stephen. a PH or a V? PH. Stephen Marley is a PH. Yes. 610 points are on now. Yes. Um, uh, Stephen Seagal, V. Stephen Seagal. Have you seen any Stephen Seagal films? No. I've seen his show where he rides around with cops. Pretending he's a policeman. He, where he pretends he's a policeman. Yes, I'm aware of this. I've not actually seen it. The word art is thrown about a lot these days. <laughs> yeah. I'm just making an observation. That's true. <laughs> Do you reckon that uh, the non-policeman Steven Seagal is a V or a PH? I think he'd be very insistent on being PH. What, a Steven Seagal? I think so. Mm, well, you'd be wrong. He's oh, a V-man. No. 
He's, a He's gonna change that. He's gonna change that to an F or something. <laughs> your, your final Stephen P H or V, the one, the only Rachel Stevens. I mean, it's PH. It's a V. What? You don't know your Stevens very well, but you do. You are on six hundred and ten points now. Well, I'm on what twenty. What Stevens when I have numbers? <laughs> Maths are your friend. Yes. Um, I hope you're all playing along at home. Please send your answer, uh, your scores in at the end. We'd love to know how you got on. Next on BBC One, Louis Theroux interviews a family of grizzly bears. I was spending time with a family of North American grizzlies. Are you okay? What are we doing? Are we eating honey? Could I try that? Oh, I feel silly. I feel, is this silly? Is this making you angry? You look like you're getting angry. They were getting angry. It was time to leave. Round four. Um, take it away, James. David, I would like to invite you to play a game of who said this? Liz Truss or a big red bus? <laughs> who said this? Liz Truss. Red bus. David. Maintaining confidence in international trade will be critical to the border to the broader economic recovery in the post COVID nineteen world. Who said this? Was that Liz Truss or a big old red bus? Now the interesting thing about this is that both Liz Truss and a big red bus have said a lot of lies on using their means of communication. Yeah. So. Uh, that's very difficult. I'm going to suggest that that was Liz Truss. LT. Is that right? Yes. Yes. That is correct. Hooray! David. How many points that... is this round worth, by the way? Both questions. Well, there's a lot that's gone into it. So that, that one was worth five points. <laughs> okay. uh, but it's going to reflect. Oh, is it, the in, intricacies of it, it, the it, it, don't worry the it don't to quote my grandpa don't worry about the points on the game is this enough is he a keen hey, fan of this podcast that we're recording the first episode of already he's in the room with me right now Come on down! It's weird because he died 20 years ago. Keep it light. Keep it light. Do, do, David! Do, do. <laughs> yes. I'm very concerned that a lot of our land is being taken up with solar farms. Who could have said that? I don't think a bus is going to say I'm concerned. It's going to say, like, just hateful statements. Whereas that yeah. is a stupid statement, but it's prefaced with, like, 
Me personally. Um, I'm going to go with Liz, Liz Truss, LT. LT. Congrats, David. That was correct. You have won 10 points. Hooray! Taking... Um, and now I'm on 35. You're on 610. David. Yes. Please wait while we regulate the service. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the time I was in Bristol and I was walking back from work and I walked near a bus near the big Listen to this market. nerd with a job. Yeah. And uh, I heard a bus go, please move away from the bus. There is a bomb on the bus. Like an automated Whoa. voice. And it was like quite a hot day. So there was a bus driver there with the window open. And I was like, I looked at the bus and he just took his head out the window and went, sorry, don't worry. I just hit the button with my knee. And then carried on. And I'm like, what? what? Well, why would you put that button close to your knee? Because if I thought there was a bomb on the bus, I'd want to hit the button in the easiest point to getting off the bus. But it being near your knee, that's a bad bit of bus design. I don't know, because you need to... It might just be like a you kneecap the dashboard and then leg it. Do you, or do they expect them to go down with the bus like the captain of a ship? You can just hear there's one dude with an acoustic guitar playing My Country Is To Thee at the <laughs> Keep it light. I think that was a big red bus, James O'Donoghue. David, that was indeed a big red bus. That's 20 I'm points there. Nailing this round. This is great. Um, I'm a big old fucking bus. <laughs> <laughs> It is a bus. That is 40 points. David, I love... I love pizza and will do anything for a slice. Who said that? Let's trust her a big red bus. It's got to be... <laughs> I'm just basing this off the idea that Liz Truss uh, eats food. Buses don't. I'm going to say Liz Truss, but tell me I'm wrong. There we go. That was a further 160 points. Well done. Oh, nice. And then um, last one. I believe one of the main roles of government is to keep our uh, economy free and fair. Also, ding, ding, all change. (laughs) <laughs> Big red bus. I don't know. Let's trust that was, ding ding or change. That was unfortunately Liz Bruss. But oh no. Here's an extra hundo for your troubles. So at the end of that, you've got. I don't. I didn't get that one, so I don't get it. So. Two hundred thirty-five. You have two hundred and thirty-five points. Plus the twenty I've got before. I'm on two hundred and fifty-five points now. Ooh. And uh, you're on six hundred and ten. However, I feel like I've answered more questions correctly. 
So this seems like a great injustice, but that's fine. Round five. Uh, we move on to round uh, five, which is... Yes. Yeah, 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 round five. How are you, James? Um, you know, man. Um, to anything exciting? Uh, nah. No? Nah, nah, I'm, uh, in the middle of moving flat, trying to balance that with trying to have a career in the arts. Uh, <gasps> you know, all the, all the insecurities that come with that. And it's just, it's just a lot, you know, it's a lot of, Trying to figure out what it is I do, what it is I can sell, and then what that means for me and my self-worth. It's such a career that pits your self-worth against others' perceived self-worths, and it's it's a lot. But I, you know, I'm I'm nearly thirty, and I, the only career I've got the most trajectory in, so I feel like I need to stick with it and. Thirty. Yeah, yeah. What's our age yeah, gap? Because I've just turned I'm, twenty-four. Well, I'm, I'm twenty-eight. Fuck. Yeah, big pedo. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, keep it light. <laughs> um, but like, I mean, so yeah, I think you're doing fantastically. Well, it's, it's all ups and downs, isn't it? You just James for the listener. James used to live in Bristol, where I live, doing stand-up comedy with me, and then he did this thing called fucking right off into very good things and went to a very good acting school. And he's recently departed from the acting school, and now he's like incredibly qualified and just needs to go do the next bit. So, and David, do you know that that? Dower tone and dower expression that I've been having for this so far. Yeah. That was acting. That was all <laughs> acting. They taught me how to act. And now look at that. Believable. I could hear concern in your voice. I could hear I could hear the sound of someone trying to save something from a nosedive. And you know what? I didn't break. I kept on it. That's good. Bald. Fucking theatre. Did you use your butt funnel for that? David, <laughs> I've never used it more in my life. <laughs> I've never used it more in my life. Great. I'm gonna need a I'm gonna need a cool down after this. Okay. So for that I'm gonna give you twenty points. Is this enough? Some people say it doesn't work But it's run a small vegan cafe In Dorset for over two decades Round six David No, 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 no How are you? Ah, round six How are you? I'm pretty good I What I want to discuss with you Young man just found out how young you really are. 
Well, I've just um, found out that I don't look that young. No, just no, no, found no. Out that, you have that always you're... looked young, and therefore I can't tell. And also, uh, after making some mistakes and saying to people, I don't know how old you are, but guessing, you'll always guess wrong. You either guess wrong, and they're upset, or you guess right, and they're somehow still upset. Yeah. I got ID'd the other day. We got ID'd at Christmas. It was great. We put up a picture on Facebook being like, come on, me and my girlfriend. <laughs> like, woo! <laughs> uh, what were you buying? Uh, I was buying a big old bottle of Jameson's. Oh, I was gonna because it's got your name on it. I I said, excuse me, this belongs to my son, <laughs> or is my son? Mm. And the woman behind the till at the Woodbury Down uh, branch of of Sainsbury's said, "I would like some ID, please." And then I was going to pay with my phone and then my phone ran out of battery. So all in all, it was an entirely um, embarrassing affair. And I felt hollow at the end. So David, how are you? I'm pretty good. We, I went to my girlfriend's family for Easter. I go to my girlfriend's family every Easter. They do a traditional Greek-style Easter, which is based off of a tradition from their grandparents when their grandparents were stationed out uh, in uh, the Mediterranean sort of way. Uh, but on the Saturday of Easter, you can tell when this is being recorded, by the way, because it's just after Easter, I went and saw my girlfriend's brother in a production, an amateur production, no less, of the sound of music the hills are alive yes the hills are alive with the sound of chihuahuas <laughs> um fullbacks have you ever seen any form of sound of music um no it's uh it's my grandma's fa- i did a thing uh a few years back cuz i couldn't think about what i couldn't think of what i want for christmas uh so i had a, th- a year where I said, please give me your favourite, whatever it is, like a poem, a book, a DVD, wow. your favourite thing. Um, and I thought it was a really good idea. Everyone kept saying it was a really good idea and no one stuck to it. My grandma was like, well, I was going to get you The Sound of Music, but I thought you wouldn't like that. It's like, no, but I would because it's you. Yeah, so, so you nearly got it and then you didn't. And that also has I nearly got it called My Favourite Things and that's probably why she was like, yeah. Also, apparently that is uh, what the BBC is programmed to play if we are ever under nuclear attack. What, favourite things? No, uh, the sound of music. Okay. Well, thanks I think for that. It might Keeping be it bridge. light once more. <laughs> 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 but fair enough. Um, my girlfriend's brother played the butler. Uh, he did a great job. It was an amateur production uh, in uh, in Devon. I, my girlfriend and I were sort of like, how good can this amateur production be? He wasn't getting paid. They've got some other cast in though. Yeah, uh, it was great. They had scene changes of stuff coming down from the ceiling, like you would in any normal. Yep paid theatre fly towers as soon as trees descended from the ceiling to make they started off in the chapel where the nuns are singing and then it 
switched to the mountains and trees came down from the ceiling and I was like, oh, this might be all right. And um, it was great. And I always forget how much my body goes through a range of emotions through the sound of music, not just through the experiencing what they're trying to offer, but just like, I always forget how schmaltzy it is because it's way schmaltzy than I remember. And I forget how Nazi-ish it is. Oh, it's quite Nazi-ish. It's the backdrop of the second half. And they were going light-hearted. Not light-hearted. That's the wrong word at all. (laughs) Just a couple of light-hearted Nazis. They were going quite (laughs) light on the kind of references to Germany doing stuff and what have you and no real Nazi imagery. And then the male boy appeared with the Nazi uh, band on his arm in the kind of Hitler youth outfit. And I was like, oh, they are doing a little bit. And then they got to the competition and it was three massive red drapes with full swash sticker. And the um, doors of the actual theatre had men dressed in leather jackets at the door, guarding the doors like they would have done in the singing competition. And I was like, this yeah. is intense. And it's kind of I... like, there's that. And then it's all a real story. It's based on a true story. And my body goes through such a range of emotions that I always, I was just like, oh, yeah, we're going to go see my girlfriends. But like every other time I've been to see him perform, it's been a Gilbert and Sullivan thing. So I come away being like, that was weird. And I came away from Sound of Music and I was like, <laughs> I The first time I went to Cardiff, uh, we went on, uh, I was looking at Glamorgan University. Ooh. Glamorgan University. And I, uh, we went on a, me and my dad went on like a bus tour around Cardiff and the tour guide was this ancient Welsh guy who was pointing at every gay club and saying about how much fun he has in there. And it's like, (laughs) you know what, you are nearly 80 odd, but you keep going, son. You keep going, mate. That is amazing. (laughs) And then... um. It was great. He he was a lot of fun. But then we went past like a city hall. And because like the BBC do a lot of filming in Cardiff because it's cheaper to close off a road in Cardiff than it is to close off a road anywhere else. We went past where they were clearly filming like a historical drama or Doctor Who or something because we went past this building. And the guy was talking about how wonderful and open Cardiff is as a city. And these two massive swastika drapes were just hanging down over like <laughs> this grand library building. And we went past and he just went, and oh, <laughs> oh, uh, don't, don't look at them. <laughs> also, I went, I went to see Cabaret the other day <gasps> in the theatre. It's good. It's really good production. Um, but there were people there who didn't know that it was set during World War Two, or like not World War Two, but like set during Nazi times. Yeah. And there's a similar bit where someone takes off a jacket and they're wearing a swastika band underneath it. And a woman sat behind me, turned around, and went, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> it's like, it's it's a yeah, that's that's part of the the, the thing. <laughs> Well, at least you got, I, you know, I don't like trailers uh, for like films and stuff because I want to experience the story as it's been designed to be told through the medium yes. of film. 
and any kind of trailer will give you some variety of information. She sort of experienced it in its purest form. <laughs> she did. And to that degree, I can only say success. Fair. Well, how successful do you think I was for this round? David, for this round, I think I can give you a cool 35. <sighs> Thank you so much. I thought I did so well. Thank you. Round seven. No technical difficulties here. Round three is called What Have We Death Metaled? What have we death metaled for you? What is it? Uh, I've got three fantastic pieces of music that I have death metaled for you. You just simply have to tell me what have we death metaled? Here's number one. What have we death metaled? Would you like to hear it again? Yes. Is it the victory song from Final Fantasy? Oh! No. But I can see how you're not far you're not far away. It was in fact the uh Intel advert noise. It's really good. <laughs> Question number two. What have we death metaled? What have we death metaled? That that was just white noise. What have we death metaled? Was it white noise? <laughs> the song White Noise. Oh what by um Just Noise? Yes. White noise. No, it wasn't. It was not. Who's that? Uh disclosure. Any other guesses for that one? No, can I hear it again? <laughs> Yeah. I will say it's only an excerpt. Is it some sort of, of element? No. David, what what have I just heard? I've you've heard an excerpt of a death metal version of 433 by John Cage. <laughs> I feel, I feel creepened. I feel like I've been had. Would you like to have listened to four minutes and 33 seconds of that entire... I just turned everything on and then didn't play. 4.33 by John Cage. Your final! What have we death met? <laughs> I thought you were going to say you're fired. Why? Well, you said you're final and I was like, oh, I've been fired. Yes. Sorry, no, no. I Alan didn't Sugar's get those here. reports. I didn't get those reports on his desk. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. Um, here you go. Here's what have we death metaled? <laughs> what have we death metaled? 
<laughs> what was that? Is it a passing stone? <laughs> passing of a stone? Is it? Is it just a dog that's going past? <laughs> no, it, no, 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 no! It's a legitimate thing. It's a legitimate thing. Is it? Is it the sound of the stretch of the jubilee line that decides to deafen you? Oh, I'm aware of that. Uh, no, it's not. Do you want to give it another listen? Here you go. <laughs> listen carefully. Listen really carefully. <laughs> what have I death metal? David, what have you death metal? Okay. Uh, maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Ah! <laughs> as soon as you reveal all these, they're so obvious. I was scared you're going to get them instantly, but you didn't. And that's good no. for my ego, but bad for your score. So I didn't even establish how many points that round was. And that would have been a pointless exercise because you got fucking nothing, son. And that was worth 1,000 points per question. <laughs> Round okay, uh, your turn. <laughs> David, I've not come up with a, a final round, unfortunately. What I have done is sought the help of a good friend of mine. David, I'm going to leave now. I'm going to leave the room. And in my absence, I would like a friend of mine to speak on my behalf. He's worked very hard on this. Okay. This is exciting, folks at home. I don't know what's happening. This is good. My yeah. name is Rodney Pump. And this is my film round. Rodney Pump's film round. He's keeping to the fucking thing. It's me, film impresario, producer, director, old-timey guy, and man who has not been implicated in any of the Me Too movement whatsoever, so don't even fucking Google it. Rodney Pump. David, you might know me from some of my many successful films I've made. I just came off a project where I helped to remake spooky films, but for kids, because why should they miss out? I started off like I did. I tried. I started off like with Tim Burton's Art Attacks. It teaches <laughs> kids to be creative. It's fun. Then I made Norse for Raster Mouse. He's a mouse. He's a vampire. It's spooky. It's cute. It's fun. Things got out of hand when I made J.G. Ballard's Glass Bandicoot. About a bandicoot that could only fuck when he's crashed into a box of apples. It was disgusting. It was depraved. It was fun. But David, here is my question for you. How many balls does Sean Connery have? <laughs> the answer may surprise. Okay. Um, uh, how many points is this worth, by the way? Rodney? 69, 11, 420. So... 
six million nine hundred and eleven four hundred and twenty points. Yes. <laughs> okay. I think that's the name of a user on Twitch. Um It's me. I'm that user. <laughs> Okay. I love weed. <laughs> love so, let's not go on with the rest of that, Rodney. Um, so <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> um, Sean Connery, famous Sean Connery. Um, famous, famous, famous. He was in James Bond films. He was in Zardos. Have you seen Zardos, Rodney? I made Zardos. <laughs> you know that big head. That's my head. Seven it myself. Have you been eating guns and then you're just splitting out guns? Of course I have him and everything. <laughs> okay. Um okay, so I imagine he's old enough to have some variety of illness that would require a testicle or two to be removed. He's also so like Suave that he could probably have got away his whole life with having more than two testicles, and and just nobody would bat an eyelid. They'd just be like, "Oh, okay." I'm I'm gonna say one. Does Sean Connery have one testicle? Does Sean Connery have one testicle? Are you really asking me that? <laughs> Instead of pitching all your movies ideas to me, David, are you asking me if Sean Connery has one testicle? I guess I'm answering you, Rodney, but sure. Do you know? Well, David, would you believe Sean Connery has three balls? <laughs> and he wouldn't give mine back. We were in his garden playing American Scottish football, which is a sport involving a pigskin, a mile-long field, and three mighty oak trees, when I threw the ball over the neighbor's fence. Old Mr. Jenkins told us off so much that Sean snipped my bollock off. <laughs> so there we go. Sean Connery has three testicles. And one of them is mine. Well, thanks for that, Rodney. Um, That's okay, David. Now, before I go, just remember, <laughs> you can't trust anyone these days. Insurrection hides around every corner, David. They could be listening. So a big shout-out to them. I'll see you at the golf club, fellas. Bye-bye. Or as we say in showbiz, bye-bye-ga. Bye-bye-ga. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, Rodney. Send James back in if you find him. Oh, hi, James. That was weird. <laughs> you just missed uh, Rodney. He was, uh, it was a lot. Was let me tell I was at the door with a glass to my ear, oh, yeah? listening keenly. Because he glassed me on the ear on the way in. <laughs> it's a menace. Absolute fucking menace. Um,. <laughs> Oh, God. So, uh, at the end of that, uh, James, you have 630 points to my 
290 points, making you this week's winner. Turns out that is enough <laughs> to win the game show. Is this enough? This week. Um, this week. How do you feel? Um, I feel much like a proud father um, on the worst day of their life. I feel good. I feel so good. It's driving me mud. Uh, David, I'm happy to have won <laughs> the game show. Is this enough? Congratulations. With James O'Donoghue and David Hoare. Is this enough? Mm. We're going to do find it. an audience round uh, for the audience at home. Uh, you can send in your answers to please follow at is this enough pod on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. And please email your answers, your scores, your round suggestions to is this enough podcasting at gmail.com. The first person with all the answers correct to the audience round wins a free personalized song by me. We'll insert this in once I know we've got it all set up. But first, uh, James O'Donoghue, where can people find you online? Have you got anything you'd like to promote? Um, I'd like to promote myself to regional manager. <laughs> Pleased to meet you. You can find me on Instagram, which is where I do my best stuff. I'm James O'Donoghue at O'Donoghue94. O'Donoghue. O'Donoghue94. Um, if you believe I tried all the other 93... <laughs> great uh, <laughs> you can find me on instagram at at david hall lol h-o-a-r-e hall lol which stands for lots of love um at david hall lol on instagram facebook i guess tiktok just look me up on youtube as david hall uh at twitch as well i twitch monday to friday from 10 30 a.m uh on there and if you want to listen to any of my albums, they're on streaming platforms, Bandcamp, Spotify, Tidal, Amazon Music. Check them out. I've got three. Most recent one, Irredeemable Filth. Um, please come find us there. I bet it's really disgusting. should be very ashamed. I but am. also very proud. I am. If you want to listen to uh, uh, Not That Kind of Whore, you'll hear... The young James O'Donoghue's voice, very over, untrained, untrained. Very untrained. Yes, pre-training, pre butt funnel. <laughs> would you believe? Uh, Okay, this is the audience round. We've got an audience round for the audience at home. Please send in your answers. We will reveal them next episode. Uh, it's a true or false round. It's shameful, true or false. Shameful, true or false. Shameful, true or false. Um, this is for me, David. Uh, I've got three things. True or false for shameful things. Number one. Is it true or is it false? I have turned off both Goodfellas and The Godfather Part 2 in the middle of watching them 
because I wasn't enjoying them and it made me realise I don't like gangster movies. Sounds like he thought they were bad fellas. Shameful. Uh, is it true or is it false? True or false? Question number two. True or false? I didn't pass my driving test till I was in my 30s. Shameful, true or false? And the last one. Shameful, true or false? I have shat and pissed myself in my 30s. <laughs> Are they true? Are they false? Find Let out next you. episode on Is This Enough? Let me tell you, he's got his video on for this and I can... Uh, I'll, I'll say no more. <laughs> Let me tell you this. I'll say no more. Anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening. Catch us next episode. This has been Is This Enough with James O'Donoghue and David Hall. Goodbye! Get lost. <laughs>